Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha. You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of what you just heard, the Midwestern Shooting Supply, Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Danny Bush is off today. He's up uh, up in Door County, so it's myself, Tom Neubauer, and our advertising manager and fishing extraordinaire, uh, Ron Heidenreich. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed, although I did cut out a bunch of stuff today to different topics to talk about. And we do have a lot of interesting stuff for the show today, but if you want to join in, all you got to do is give us a buzz at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. This is the only radio show, outdoor show in the state, the only outdoor radio show in the state that you can actually call in and talk to the hosts. And either disagree or agree. Live. <laughs> yeah, live. Uh, but but Jazz, uh, our producer Jazz, uh, you know uh, where the dump button is now, right? I do know where the dump <laughs> button is, Good. and I'm going and I have the cabinet open. And you're right ready. Now. And you're ready but, for it, but, just in case. No, but you know what? I'm going to close that because I have confidence in you guys that we're going to have well, a let, uh, well. Yes, censored. let's hope so. Uncensored. Well, yes, censored, censored show. show. Well, let's hope none of our listeners get uh, carried away either. <laughs> so anyway, first Open off, up. first off, Ron, got to mention this. This is free fishing weekend in Wisconsin. Two times a year. At, is it two times a year? In the winter. Oh, that's right. The ice fishing one. Yeah. yeah. There's a, and, and I believe the free fishing thing also, uh, you can get into the state parks with all the sticker. Yep, uh, state parks, ATV and hiking trails, uh, and free admission to state parks and forests. No fishing license needed this weekend, and that includes inland trout and Great Lakes trout and salmon fishing, which would normally require you a, a, a stamp. stamp. Yeah, right. yeah, so you'd have to buy a stamp. So this is free fishing weekend, so if you thought about going out fishing, now's the time to do it. won't cost you anything. That's right. And if you're a first-time buyer of a fishing license or you've never bought a fishing license or no first time buyer or if you haven't bought one in 10 years it's only five bucks is that right yeah five bucks for the season so that's that's a good deal or is it seven you know what i can't remember if it's five or seven but it's better than 20 right right. yeah five or seven bucks first time first time or so yeah that that is great and of course if you're under 16 you don't need one so right you're okay in that regard now First topic of the day. You know, last week, 
Jazz quizzed me on the world record largemouth bass. I happened to be lucky and know all the information that he was asking me. But Ron, and and you and I already talked about this, so Ron, I shouldn't really say, did you know? (laughs) Because we talked about this. But, you know, for years people have been saying that the world record bass caught by George Perry back in 1932 wasn't really 22 pounds, 4 ounces. Yeah, A lot of people have are suspicious about that because there was never a photo taken. Well, back in 1932, you didn't take a lot of photos and right. uh, you caught fish to eat. He maybe didn't have a Sunday best on either. Yeah, right. Now, according uh, to an article I was reading, the fish was... 32 and a half inches long with a girth of 28 and a half inches. It was duly witnessed on certified scales. All right. So, do you even know what girth is? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, who knows? Line. Who in this world knows what girth is? Ron, your belt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Girth is the roundness, it's the, the circumference of something. The circumference of something. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. You got your lesson for today. No, because I mean, uh, well, there's, I mean, there's UPS, there's UPS and FedEx that that when I used to work in retail, and when we would ship out boxes, we'd have to give out the weight, and we'd also have to give out the girth. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm, yes. They wouldn't just take measurements. Well, no, we had to take. Well, we gave your, we gave a guesstimate. Yeah. Never know what ne- for my three years of working retail, couldn't even tell you a damn thing about girth. Really? No idea what it is. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's the circumference of something. Yeah. There sure, you go. We'll just call it that. Yep. Yeah. So, like these microphones, the girth on these microphones oh, might God. be like an inch and a half. Well, no, actually, no, no. no it would be more. It would like be seven all, was, all the way around. Yeah, maybe six, seven inches. Six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I hear yeah. people yeah. describe something. Oh yeah, it's really girthy. I'll just nod and be like, Yeah, that's man. It, like, I, yeah, yeah, it is. That's a thesaurus <laughs> word for thick. Oh, yes. The girthy is thick. <laughs> yeah. So, offensive linemen are girthy. Yes. yes. Got it. Yes. Now, they're, now they're, it's all coming. Yeah, in that's girthy. <laughs> well, anyway, so a lot of people are suspect of this world record bass. I've always been suspect of it, but a lot of people believe no, it was honest, it was true. true. And a lot of people say, oh no, there can't be fish that big, bat, largemouth bass. But you know, over the years. There have been some darn big fish caught. In 1980, a guy caught a 21 two-pouncer from a lake in California. Uh, There was a 22-pounder from California. There was a a 21-pounder, a 16-pounder. A number of in that 19 to 20-pound range, 21-pound range. And where do they all come from, Ron? California. California, those watershed lakes. And on some of those lakes in California, uh, you can... They they got like three days a week that you can fish it that they allow boat launch and to fish it you know and then it's alternating days on alternating weeks okay. and whatever it's it's really weird to get out there but they grow some mighty big fish they got a lot of trout in those lakes yes in those watershed lakes and those bass get big and fat eating those trout but folks I'm not going to say this to Ron I'm going to say this to the audience did you know that there is a co world record Holder. Uh, back in 2009, a Japanese guy by the name of Manabu Kuriata. Yep. Manabu Kuriata caught a 22 pound, 4.9 ounce bass from a lake in Japan. 
it was all certified and everything done right. All right? Yep. Okay, and the guy looks really goofy. He's got blonde, white, blondish hair. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Japanese guy with white, blondish hair. Be kind of like iced tea. Yes. You know, or is that the guy who had it? Yeah. Yeah, iced tea. Iced tea had blonde hair. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, or wasn't it white? Well, white. Yeah, white, I mean, yeah, was, white. Yeah, yeah platinum. <laughs> well, anyway, but in with the IGFA, that's the International Game Fist Association, uh, in order to take over the world record, you have to beat the world record by two ounces. Correct. His didn't. <laughs> and but nine tenths of an ounce. Yeah, it, it was almost an ounce, right. but you got to beat it by two. So they call him the co-world record holder. Yeah. This uh, Manabu Kuriata. So. That's just a little information for you folks that in case somebody ever asks you, who's the world record holder of the largemouth bass? Well, it's not just George Washington Perry. It's also <laughs> Manabu Curiata. Curiata. That's right. <laughs> Curiata. You know, and, and <laughs> I think I spit all over when I said that. <laughs> it's hard to say what happened back in 1932, but yeah. more than likely, uh, Curiata's fish is probably the world record. Yeah, you know, back, would, in, back in them days, they the measurements and the weights and stuff on fish were suspect at best. Were the were the those those so called certified scales? Were they yeah. really certified? Right. I mean, those are usually feed scales at some right place where they sell farm feed and whatever you know, seed and grain and whatever. Right. I mean, were they really that accurate? Yeah. You know, you you gotta wonder sometimes. Now we know like like the the Floyd Marbury walleye which he said was 25 pounds, and there was a photo of it, and that thing was totally bogus. Right. Well, they knocked that off now. You know, that's not anymore a world, world That was out of Greer's Ferry, Arkansas, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Mm-hmm. There's been a, a number of big fish, and how many people knew there were big walleyes in Greer's Ferry? In, I never in, did. In Arkansas. No. Right. You know, it's like, holy moly. So, anyway, that's something on the bass. Uh, who do you got on the line, Jazz? Who do we got there? Is there a buddy? What do you think? It's our buddy Kevin. It is our buddy. From Maple Ridge, all the way from Maple Ridge. Yes. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Uh, uh, what is your name? That's Ty- Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to have to drop your call. No, don't do that. I might have to drop your call. We were talking about you before the show. Uh, we had a bet. I said, I guarantee you any money, Kevin from Maple Ridge yeah. is going to be calling right at 6 a.m. Guaranteed. Yes, He's ten He's, minutes late. You're making me look bad, but yeah, that's Tommy. For you're you. a little okay, bit late. Tommy. What's now, up? What? I was saying. Let's uh, let's turn this down. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, you should have been. You should have been on the line last night. So I'm calling in right to the post game show. Oh yeah. And um, <clears throat> whoever the producer was, and I'd like to know who it was. All of a sudden, I'm calling in. Producer goes, Choo! hangs up. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, whoever did that. And I was mad. You know, nobody ever hangs up on me, a blind person. <laughs> you know, I don't know who it was. You can ask uh, your board operator. But I didn't like that. Yeah. Well, well, we'll ask Jazz. You know who was uh, producing the post game show last night? 
no idea, but you know what? If I if I need to if I need to whip somebody around, I have no problem doing that, Kevin. But you'll take care hey, of them for they you. They run Kevin. a tight ship over there. I don't. We're very loose and relaxed, like we say in the morning. Well, he was. He, we're unscripted, unrehearsed. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but well, this, you know, I, he he was rude to you, right? Yeah, he was. He just hung hey, up. let's 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 not yeah. talk about employees on the yeah. air. Let's talk well, about some fishing, hunting, any no. fishing, hunting, yeah, and outdoor stuff. This, that, that, no, that employee was rude to. He could have just said that. Hey, Kevin, we don't have time right now. You know, thanks yeah, for calling. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. He could have been a little nicer and still sure. hung up on you. Don't take it personal. <laughs> don't take it personally, Kevin. Yeah, don't take it personally. They hang yeah. up on a lot of people. Anyways, Kevin, we're hanging yeah. up on you. I'll take care. Bye bye. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. How do you cook Canadian walleye? Same way you cook American walleye. Oh. Hey, no, no way. You know, hey, you got to be listening at 6.30. Well, no, I'm not going to do that gut report. Next week at 6.30, I got one for you. For Canadian walleye? No, not for Canadian walleye, <laughs> but it's something that people might not have heard of before or done before. So Ooh. I'm saving that till next week. I got some other oh. stuff this week. Well, I'll be... Uh... I'll be sure to have my tape recorder ready for that. There Why, you're going to be gone? No. No? No, I'm I'm right here at the at the uh, Maple Ridge couch. Oh, okay. They get me, they get me ready. Uh, hey, does anybody else get up early like you there? Uh, not really. <laughs> you're the only one. <laughs> but we have, uh, uh, Tom, you know, I, I just... Uh, I just figured out we have 80 residents in here. Oh, really? Wow, that's quite a few. Yes, 80 of them. Wow. And uh, it's uh, it's a nice uh, uh, setup in here. Um, one floor only. It's not like other nursing homes you go to and they have five floors. This place has one floor. Oh, so it's a pretty good-sized complex all sure. on one floor. It is, and... Uh, you get your meals, free meal, uh, free meals. You get breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, I tell you, uh, uh, the fish. I had um, the best perch you ever ate. Yeah. And I had. Uh, uh, they give you a good dessert. Gonna mm. gonna give us the whole menu. <laughs> Not yet. Well, listen, Kevin, we're up against a break. We're a little, running a little long. We do have to run. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll talk to you again, Kevin. Sure. Take it easy now. Bye. All right, we got to go to a quick break, folks. You're listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Shot to the heart, and you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. What do you think about that, Ron? Oh, Good song, good song. Love Bon Jovi. Yeah, they had a lot of hits, eh? They did. Yeah. They did. So he, uh, he closed out the Bradley Center for us. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, just this is a question for the audience. Uh, I want to, you know, if you got an opinion, if the world record largemouth bass back in 1932 by George Perry really was, you know, you can weigh in on it if you, if you want to. But anyway, now, Ron, speaking of bass. Yes. You were up north there, hey? Uh, fishing and catching smallmouth bass. Well, we we were up, I was up two weeks ago yeah. and and just crushed them. We had a great trip up in uh, in uh, Sawyer County and in, in Oneida County, and uh, went back. The wife and I went back the next week to uh, Sawyer County and we fished uh, 
a deep, clear lake, about 4,000 acres, 90 feet deep. And it was, what was weird is that, and a lot of people don't think about current in a natural lake. Mm-hmm. They always think of current in river systems and stuff like that. So we, we get on the lake, and this lake happened to be Grindstone Lake. <clears throat> and the water temperature, we had a strong south wind. And, and the water temperature by the boat landing, which was on the south shore, was like 53 degrees. And I was like, whoa, what happened here? Because it was like 58, 59 a week before. Which is perfect, smally Perfect. Time. It was yeah. perfect. So, you know, and I had a couple of areas near that boat landing that are good, and, and uh, there was just no fish there at all. And we, we managed to work our way further up toward the north in the lake, and the water warmed up and warmed up. And what was happening is because you had that strong south wind piling all that warm surface water up on the north shore, it's got to go somewhere, so it, it starts pushing cold water back Like to the an south. undercurrent. It's an undercurrent. Yeah. And uh, that, that whole south end of the lake was... Uh, noticeably colder than the, than the middle and the north end of the lake. Mm-hmm. The next day we went back and the lake had uh, had settled back down and, and it was uniform. But but uh, the catching <clears throat> of the smallies wasn't as good as that two no, weeks ago, eh? No, it wasn't nearly. Tell us as about good. all of those fish. We uh we had a a, a major bug uh, hatch. Uh, it was like a um uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, coronaments were hatched, uh, and they were so thick out there. And this is weird. It's a clear lake, but they, they they come up off the bottom of the lake in their life cycle, and they, they light up off the water and dry it, and then they want to land on something to dry their wings. The boat was covered. I looked like I had polka dotted <laughs> shirt on. Uh, it was just it was just a mess. Did you swallow boat. any? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't breathe in well. And this is during the day, middle of the this day. This is when you need one of those hats with that Netting, yes, uh, that mosquito netting, like right. around in, you know, they sell that at different stores. And, yeah. and it was uh, on Sunday. Yeah. There was no wind at all, and it was ninety degrees. And it's like, you know, we needed some wind to blow the mm-hmm. flies from. It was miserable. Oh, the bass fishing wasn't nearly as good, uh, and the fish that we caught were considerably smaller than the fish we caught the week before. Yeah, but that first week you were up there, a lot of nice ones, oh. eh? Some really nice fish. Uh, you know, the average fish was 16 to 18 and a half inches. We didn't break 20, uh, but we had a lot of fish that were like 18 inches. Those are those, those are, are good smallies. Small. A lot of, yeah. lot of fight, and uh, and they're just a great fish, great yeah. sport fish. They sure, certainly are, yeah. Well, there's a lot of smallies around here in certain lakes, and one of those lakes is Pewaukee Lake, which Pewaukee. has got some monsters in it. Pewaukee's got a good population of uh, of. Uh, it's got a, a very mature population of smallmouth bass. Yeah. There's a lot of quality fish in there. Yeah. So. And uh, well, it was a few years back, uh, Eric Hadia yep. and a uh, guy that he was out fishing with from Frable, right. uh, the guy from Frable caught one that was on Eric's Chatillion scale. Right. Is that how you pronounce that? Chatlin, Chatillion. Whatever. Okay. One or the other. One of those, that scale. Yep. And he took a video of the fish hanging from the scale, and it was right there at that nine-pound mark. Right. So. Right. Could have been a uh, new state record, maybe, maybe not. You never know, but that's, uh, real close. that's a pretty darn big fish. But I know there's been a number of, uh, let's say, five to six pounders caught out there, and every now and then somebody's popping a seven smallie, right, you know. Right. So, yeah, there's some darn nice smallies on that lake. The Bay of Green Bay this year. Oh, been, that's. Man, they, they, they're in that great big bass tournament that was Two weeks ago. Yeah, I talked about it last week on <laughs> the show. Okay. Oh, yeah, we were talking yeah. about all the big fish caught yeah. and the average weight for 10 fish. My God, 58 pounds for 10 fish. That's crazy. 5.8-pound average. I, that's, I, 
It's just mind blowing. And and you don't you know you don't have to be a pro to do that up there. One of our customers, and he's a good angler, but one of our customers at Smokey's got a uh, eight pound two ouncer yeah. about three weeks ago. Wow. Up there, yeah. Wow. It's a big smallmouth. Yeah, there are just monsters up, and that's why people from around the country are going to the Green. It's coming desti- to the Bay of Green Bay. It's, it's a destination. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt, because if they want to get, I mean, if somebody wants to get a big one to put on the wall, whether it be a skin mount, and and it wouldn't hurt the population if you did, right. uh, or a, or a re- reproduction, that's the place to go. Yes, without a doubt, without. I mean, Pewaukee's a good place too, but you got to work a little harder. Right. Yeah, you got to work a little harder. And uh, up there on the bay, I mean, we see John Gillespie going up there with Dale Strohshine a lot, mm-hmm. and some of the other guys, you know, and. They're always pounding nice ones, you know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and they always get at a couple of six pounders when they're up there doing it. Yeah. You know, always the, do. The, it. the thing that saves the Bay of Green Bay is the weather. You know that that is Mother Nature's way, I think, of protecting those fish somewhat. Uh, you know, yeah, I, you were going to go up yesterday. I was going to go up there yesterday, and uh, with this you know twenty degree plus cold front and the north wind, I knew it was it was going to be futile with the wind and the cold front wouldn't have helped and. You know, that's one way that those fish get left alone for a couple yeah. of days. You know, it's funny. Like, you know, we can, we can dress for the cold, undress for the heat, mm-hmm. put on rain suits for rain, yep. uh, snow suits for snow, whatever, you know. But one thing that you can't do anything about is wind. Right. You can't do anything about wind. Everything else you can. Otherwise, wind, nope, no way. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it makes it difficult to fish, and it can make it very uncomfortable in the boat. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt, especially if it's cold and windy. Yeah, <laughs> right. if it's cold and windy, that's terrible. Right. So, yeah, it's, but, yeah, but, you know, you, you fight the wind. Some, sometimes, you know, uh, somebody once said, you know, the best time to go fishing is whenever you can. Right. And I kind of uh, believe that, but there are some days you just don't want to go out there. Well, you know, you, know, you can go, a di- like, in other words, uh, instead of going to the Bay of Green Bay, if it's windy, you go to a smaller area lake right. around here where it's not so bad. You're right. a little protected, you know. Well, the other thing I think, and Tom, you know, you and I are in the same age bracket. We start to uh, uh, use our head a little bit more. <laughs> and, and, you know, when I was 20 and 30, I would have gone out in that crap. Yeah, right, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> not no more. No, no. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like, nah. I'll go another day. No, I don't have to go today. I'll I'll go whenever. Hey, folks, we got to go to a break. But I just want to remind you that after this break is going to be the gut report. Got some neat stuff for you today. And also, after the 645 break, we're going to play the Hornschwaggle, brought to you by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. Ron is going to make three statements. He's going to make three statements, and you got to say if it's a Hornschwaggle, which means he's kind of fibbing you, or if it's a no-hornschwaggle, which means he's telling you the truth. And if you get two out of three correct, you're going to win a really, really nice prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So stay tuned for more. You don't want to go away from the Midwest Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! Hey, good morning, everybody. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. I got to mention real first, that last commercial by the Polish Pipe Bomb. Mm -hmm. I see the Polish Pipe Bomb every Saturday morning. He's coming out of Pick and Save in Hales Corners, and I'm parked waiting to go into work over there at Chirpers, and I see him driving by. One of these days, I got to beep the horn and scare him. You know, he probably (laughs) wonder, what the heck did I do? Don't do that. That's me. Yeah, I know, but that's okay. He can handle it. He's the Polish pipe bomb. That's right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you're right. 
The goat report today is I got a couple of quick things for you. I better get my glasses on here and do this. Okay. First of all, have you ever had crab cakes? Those are yes. delicious. I like them. They're delicious. Have you ever had salmon cakes? No. What I recommend, folks, is that you take your favorite crab cake recipe and use salmon instead of the crab cakes. You got to you got to cook the salmon first, you know, and then put it in with the mixture and all that. You'll be surprised. It's very, very good. So try salmon in your crab cakes and make okay. them salmon cakes. Now, here's another thing. When you're making your fish, whatever way you make your fish, you might want to try this little sauce for a topping, okay? You can take one to one and a half sticks of butter, three shallots or onions, very, very finely chopped, one tablespoon of dried tarragon, and a quarter teaspoon to a half teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce. Okay. You mix that. You melt the butter, melt all that stuff together, put heat it up, and then put pour that over the fish. You'd be surprised on what a good flavor it mm. has. Anyway, the the gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Hey, Ron. Yes. Guess, do you know who was voted the new NRA president? Yeah, and I can't think of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I heard it on TV the other day, and I can't remember. You know, I, I'll tell you what. I'll, phone lines are open, <laughs> folks, 799-1250. If you can tell me who the new D, uh, the, the new NRA president is, I'll send you a five-pack of Mini Mites. Nice. How about that? Five-pack of Mini Mites, assorted colors. You catch all kinds of panfish with them and if, probably some other fish. If too. I think of it, can I have the Mini Mites? <laughs> <laughs> no prizes can be awarded to people who are associated with the show, right? Is that the way Family, whatever. Yeah, whatever. 799-1250. And you know why the phone lines aren't lighting up? Because people don't know. They don't know who the new NRA president is. You remember one of the former presidents? He passed Charl away. Charlton Heston. Was. Charlton Heston. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he got the. Oh, we got a caller. We got okay. somebody who might know now. But uh, anyway, yeah, he uh, passed away from Alzheimer's. Was that what it was? Yeah, uh, yeah. He had Alzheimer's. Yeah. So uh, he was a good actor. Yeah. yeah he, yes, he was. Yeah. He, he was in a lot of very famous movies and all that. Oh, we got somebody. Yeah, we got somebody. We'll who, see what they. We'll see what the answer. Who you got? I I have lots of calls right now. No, but who but do you have just on looking, the line? I don't have anybody on the line. Oh, yet. we'll put somebody on the line. We'll do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. We'll just put him right on. And oh, he's going to talk to him first. Okay, <laughs> he's going to talk to him first. Sometimes you what what we used to do years ago was we would just take the phone calls live and, and some, Un unscreened, unscreened, and sometimes that was a mistake. <laughs> sometimes. All right, here we go. I got Gary. Hey, Gary, what's your answer? Hey, Gary, good morning. How you doing today? Good, pretty good. How that, are you? That's, I, we're doing good. We're doing good. Thanks for getting up early and listening to us. But uh, will you stop it over there, Jazz? <laughs> Jeez, this guy. These producers sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, do you know who's the president of the NRA? Yep. Oh, who is it? Oliver North. You're right. That's Ollie, right. That's Ollie North. Yep. yep, Ollie North. And then I got a little story to tell you about him after uh, we hang up. But listen, stay on the line. I'm going to put you on hold because Jazz has got to get your name and address so I can send you those mini mites. You ever used those before? 
Yep, I am. I like them. Well, then here you go. You're going to get some more, okay? All right, thanks. All right, stay on hold now, okay? Okay, don't I, ha- I will. Don't hang up. Uh, Oliver North, uh, a number of years back, you know, when, when you're in the Marines, you uh, you get when you get a, to be an officer or whatever, you buy your own uh presentation sword okay. or saber or whatever it's called, right? And he bought one, and it was made by the place who makes them all and had his name on it and all that, and it got stolen, okay? Wow. Years ago, it got stolen. So on this one show, uh, it was Louisiana, uh, you know, like uh, Pawn Stars? Yeah. It's like the Louisiana version of Pawn, pawn okay. Stars. Guy comes into the pawn shop. And he's got Oliver North's oh. presentation sword. The guy said he bought it at a rummage sale, supposedly. I don't know. Yeah, right. Anyway, so they bought it and they put it. And it's this show. Oh no, it's not. It's the auction show. I'm sorry. It's an auction show where people bring stuff in and they put it up for auction. Sure. Okay. And they have a whole bunch of stuff for auction. And so they put it up for auction. Somebody bought it. You know, paid a lot of money for it. You know, good. I don't know if it was like twelve, fifteen hundred bucks. Sure. Maybe it was more. I don't remember. But anyway, Ali North, somebody who knew Oliver North, you know, Colonel North, uh, contacted him and said, hey, I think they have your sword. Right. So he contacted this Auction 63 place. They contacted the guy who bought it. Oliver North got it back. Nice. He got it back. Nice. Yeah. But, yeah, and it was stolen years ago, and somehow it passed a lot of, through a lot of hands. But he finally got it back. Hmm. Yeah, that oh. that was. I thought that was pretty interesting. You see your thing that was stolen on TV, right? You know, I say, hey, wait a minute, buddy. Anyway, free fishing weekend this weekend. Just to remind everybody, and then you know when we come back, Ron. Oh, here, you know what? I I got this. I got to do. Why is this thing? This 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 computer is kind of weird. I don't know what happened here. Hmm. Anyway, I'll tell you what. I'll figure it out. We're going to go to a break a, l- a few minutes early. But when we come back, we're going to do the Hornschwaggle. Okay. Ron's going to make those statements. You're going to tell if it's a Hornschwaggle or not a Hornschwaggle. And it's brought to you by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. Be a contestant. Call right now. Win a nice prize at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. You can catch us both on AM which is 1250 AM or 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. And now we are going to play the Hornschwaggle. What do you got, Christian? I've got... I already blo- forgot his last name. Andy Andy, Andy. Andy. Andy calling over from Richfield. Andy, I'm sorry. Hey, I almost dropped, yeah. you, dropped, dropped hey, the first name. Hey, Andy, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. No worries, guys. Good. Early. You you know how to play this game, right? I got a good idea. Yep. Yeah. If it's a hornschwaggle, what Ron is telling you, that means he's uh, fibbing you. If it's yep. no hornschwaggle, then that means he's telling you the truth. So all you got to say is hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle, okay? I'll do my best. Here's Ron. Well, here we go. So this one, uh, we we talked about this a little earlier in the show. So the current world record largemouth bass is held by two anglers. Is that a hornswoggle or is that a no hornswoggle? Oh, man, I listened a little bit about that. I wasn't paying attention too much. I'm going to say, I only heard you say one name. Okay. So I'm going to say that that's hornswoggle. 
Well, you're wrong. <laughs> you should have been listening a little earlier. We'll, we'll, we'll try again. Yeah, here. there are I actually. Just, I was just driving in days out. Yeah, yeah, there are two current world. It's a co-world record holders. Yeah, one guy right. is in Japan, Manabu Kuriata. Yeah, and George Perry oh, yeah. may not and be alive. Yeah, and George Perry. Yeah. So okay. Second, All right. Second question. This is an easy one. Yep. So, uh, you know, we just got through with some hot weather, so that's the uh, the advent of the dog days of summer. So during the dog days of summer, the muskies lose their teeth and don't feed until the new teeth come in. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's hornswoggle. All right. <laughs> Even Jazz had that one. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? Because you know nothing about fishing. That's so <laughs> not right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Third question, and this is the one for the prize. After the male and female largemouth bass finish doing their thing, the female stays on the nest to protect the eggs, and the male hits the road. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That is no hornswoggle. That is a hornswoggle. That is a hornswoggle. That was an easy one, yeah. The males stay on the beds. You bet. Yeah, the males, you know, it's just reversed. Like in real life, the male takes off, (laughs) you know, and 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 the female hangs around with the small ones. and. No, and oh. then uh, and then the but in bass world, no, the the female takes off and the males got to stay and protect them. That's why when you see males on beds, I mean yeah. when you see fish on beds, bass on beds, they're the smaller males. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that's why. Hey. Well, hey. Andy, I'm new every day. Next week, all right. Next week. Try I'll again be, next week. Listening. All right. Thanks, Andy. All right. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Bye now. Well, I don't have to email Dan Andy with the uh, information. No, no, <laughs> no. But that was brought to you by, the Hornswoggle was brought to you by Coleman Insect Repellents and Bait Mate Fish, Fish Attractions. Yeah, and they got a, they got some new ones, too. You might want to go to their website. Just Google Bait Mate Fish Attractants. They got a, a bunch of new stuff, you know, in their lineup. So you might want to go on their website and check it out. If you do that, uh, the, the, when you Google that, it may take you to a site that you don't look familiar. It's called Wisconsin Pharmacol, but they're the parent company of Bait Mate and Coleman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. that right. a lot of, Some of these companies uh, or products have actually parent companies right. who own them. So that's Wisconsin Pharmacal. And they're right up here in Jackson, right? They're in Jackson, local yeah. company. Yeah, right up here. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff. They, they do a lot of good work. As a matter of fact, you see Andy, uh, not this Andy who was calling. Andy Wondrock. Yeah, the owner of the company. You see him on John Gillespie every right. now and then fishing. Yep. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, here, uh, there was something I was going to bring up. Oh, I was reading a magazine the other day, and it was really nice to see this. I haven't thought about this guy in a while. And it was uh, about Dan Sura. Yes. I don't know how many of our listeners know who Dan Sura is, but he was with uh, the In Fisherman TV show for many years, the In Fisherman magazine. magazine. He was with, uh, then he was with, and he was behind the scenes with the In Fisherman, uh, no, Linder's Outdoors or what? Media. Media. Linder's Linder Media. Media. Uh, with the advertising stuff and all that. And, you know, years ago, you knew Dan Sura years ago when yep. you were in the Okachi Fishing Club. Correct. And was, were, did you know him when he was in uh, Walleye USA? Or? No. No? No. I wasn't, well, I wasn't a member then. Or Walleye's a member. But I would have known him then because yeah. it's simultaneous. But, right. no, I didn't know him. Yeah. And, and I, I met Dan like three times, three years in a row when I used to, uh, I think for three, two or three years, I, I emceed the Madison Fishing Expo. And uh, I like the guy. The guy mm-hmm. is a really nice guy, a very good angler. Really, mm-hmm. he knows his stuff, you know. 
And I liked him, but I think he got upset with me because I teased him one time about his hair. Well, he always you know, had a perm. Yeah, he yeah. always had a perm, and I, and I just teased. I mean, and you know, the thing is, I'm the kind of guy, Ron, that if I like you, I might tease you. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean, and I, and otherwise, if I don't like you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even talk to you. You know right. what I mean? If I don't like somebody, but and I like Dan. He was a nice guy and good, good guy. And and I said to him one time, I says. Hey, Danny, what'd you do? Stick your finger in a light socket? Ooh. <laughs> I was just joking around, right? Yeah. And I don't know if he took it the wrong way or not. I don't know for sure, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but he's 75 years old now. Right, yeah. He's and, up there now. Yeah, and uh, he lives uh, three months out of the year in Arizona. Snowbird. Yeah, yeah. But he uh, he was all part of that in-fisherman stuff way back when. He, you know, he started out, uh, well, as a local. He lived in Racine. You're right, and, uh, right. He was, a, you know, basically a local angler around here, and he worked for Johnson, uh, not Johnson Controls, Johnson Wax. Something, I would have. He was yeah. a chemist. Yeah, he was a chemist. And, yeah. and, you know, probably making a pretty fair living. And he decided to get involved uh, with uh, the fishing industry. The and, fishing uh, bug hit him. <laughs> yeah, and and he got hooked up with the Lindners and was very instrumental in the magazine and the TV shows. And then when the Lindners sold uh, the in fishermen off, there was a there was a three year no compete clause in right. there for the Lindners. So when that expired, Al contacted him again and said, "You you want to come back and work for us?" So he handled the. Um, the advertising section of, of um, right. Linder Media, and that right. show is still on the air now. It's an excellent show. Yeah, and he was in the Okachi Fishing Club. Was it? Was he the president of it at one time? He was a, he was a past president. Past president of the Okachi Fishing right. Club, and then he was in uh, Walleyes Unlimited. Walleyes Unlimited, yes. Yeah, and uh, so he, you know, he's a, like a local boy, done well, you know, yep. uh, and uh, did a lot of traveling, a lot of fishing. And, and actually, <laughs> the the other per, the person that conducted this interview with Dan was uh, Dave Sanda, who was yeah. also a local guy, and he's right. still with the Linders. Right, and, and uh, he's in his seventies yeah. too, right? He's well, upper sixties, I'd say for sure. I, no, I'm not sure about. I, if I he's think older. That, I think they said in the article that he might have been up there in seventies too. But yeah, these guys, you know, some of these guys been around a long time. They know their stuff, and it. But you know, what's surprising to me. I was just surprised that he was seventy five. Yeah. I was like, I thought he was about my age, you know, maybe a few years older or something. But uh, it's it's funny how time passes by so oh, yeah. fast, you know. I just think it was really cool that two local guys, you know, made it big in the fishing world. I mean, and especially with the in fisherman right. outfit, you know, it's not a not a, a rinky dink outfit. No, not. And as a matter of fact, at the time they owned Lindy Tackle, right? At first, and then of course they sold it off yep. and all that. And uh, the Okachi Fishing Club is still going on. As a matter of fact, a member of the Okachi Fishing Club. Uh, Rick Kelly sent me an email, and he said he's got a, a six-horsepower Mercury for sale. It's uh, got a new water pump, plugs, points, and coils. It was purchased in 1964. It was used two times a year for, th- for three-day fishing trips through 1978. After that, it was only used two times in 2011. Rick says it's in perfect condition, and he's asking 500 bucks or best offer. Now, if you're interested in this really well up kept up, you know, six horsepower Mercury, you can call Rick Kelly at 414-534-2739. One more time. 414-534-2739. Now, if for some reason you couldn't write that down and you're interested, all you got to do is send uh, an email to the CEO guys at yahoo.com and I can reply to you with the guy with Rick's phone number. 
So, there, public service announcement. For <laughs> six. Now, a 1964 motor, yeah, it's a little old. Probably, you know. That might be a white one, even. No, it's a black one. He's got a picture. It's, a, it? it's okay. an old black one, yeah. But, uh, you know, if, if you take care of those older motors, they'll they'll do fine, mm-hmm. you know. They'll, they'll take, you know, they'll be okay. And sometimes, you know, people who have a little boat, especially like the new ones at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on Pewaukee Lake, those new Alumacrafts. Yes. Those rental boats are nice. Boy, we've had a lot of compliments on them. You know, the boats that we had were, they were getting up there. We got our money out of them for, you know, many, many years. And uh, this past winter, uh, we bought five new Alumacrafts, and they're really nice boats. And way They're more, heavier. They're heavier. They're much more stable. And... Uh, the feedback we've gotten from our customers has been really good. Real yeah, and, and you can rent a, a boat with a motor with a, a eight horse Yamaha, right? Right. We have eight horse uh, four stroke Yamahas on them, and you can rent the boat for the whole day for boat and motor, boat and motor. Yeah, for the whole day for seventy five dollars, or up to four hours for sixty dollars. And uh, will you rent a boat that has no motor, like we a rowboat? I have two boats with no motors that you could either just row or put your own motor on, and those are 20 for the day. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, a lot of people are, you know, people who used to go to the old Smokey's Bait Shop in town didn't know that, you know, they sold it and moved over to the Muskie Shop. Right. That's why it's Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle because we got everything over there now for all different species of fish, but mainly musky. Yep. And but a lot of live bait too. Oh yeah. And uh, and and at fair prices as well. So, uh, but I, you know, it, it took time for people to refine Smokey's yeah. again. It you did. know it because because from the bait shop we're up the road half the lake. Right. <laughs> you know? Yep. And uh, and if you're you know if you want to know where Smokey's is if you know where uh, Curly's Waterfront Pub is where Kitty Corner from them. Yep. Uh, or you can just Google Smokey's Musky Shop and it'll come it up. It should pop up. Yeah, there'll be a, the website will pop up. Yeah, uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle is the website. Yeah. So dot com, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, so you can go on there. You get directions on there. Have a phone number on there. What is the phone number, Ron? Uh, area code two six two six nine one nine six five nine. Yeah, there you go. So and, uh, we got all that stuff. We got the technicians are on board right now. Yeah, they're they're over at the shop. Do, you, do, do the technicians have the radio show on now? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, sat- Saturday mornings can be busy, so you can have yeah. the radio on and you really don't hear anything. Yeah, you really don't hear much. Yeah. But if you've never been out there, folks, you should stop out there. It's a great place to see a lot of different, you know, a lot of musculars. Boy, I'll tell you, you've done a heck of a job putting in musculars there. There's... Man, oh, that's, thank you. That's the musky shop, without a doubt. It's you know? pretty. It's we got a nice, nice assortment of of uh, the good stuff. Yeah, I would the say stuff that right. helps you catch fish. Right. There's a lot yeah. of musky products out there that are you know okay or marginal, and I think I think we have a good uh, selection of good stuff. Yeah. And what are, you got some new uh, those? What are those raplas that were specially painted? Well, I, I had some uh, um, shad rap. Uh, Super shad wraps, mm-hmm. which is the bait that is uh, very popular up in the Bay of Green Bay for trolling for muskies. Yeah, I had sent those out, and I had some custom colors made on them, and they, they really turned out nice. Yeah, you still have some? Uh, there's a few left. A few, yet. a few well, only. When when uh, when I get down to a you know a reorder number, then I'm gonna get some more in. Yeah. All right, great. Hey, listen, folks, we got a lot more to come in the second hour. You, we, we're gonna talk about a number of different things. We'll talk about some bears some moose, and some crawdads, and a mixed bag of different things. So stay tuned for more.
of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Tommy the True Neubauer and sitting in for Danny Bush, Ron Heidenreich. We'll be right back with more. And now, Christian Jaskulski with your sports update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 